Proud 107.5 Columbus's number one station for hip-hop and R&B. You're tuned in to Any Given Sunday, the only show that's for you, by you, and I cannot do the show without you. I'm your host, Yavis Ellis. To my right, there's Arnez. And to his right, Sasha Sherelle. And at her right, Al Battles. Listen, man, um, a lot of things been going on in the industry right now, just all across the world. Um, and and specific, specifically, a lot of uh, protests have been going during the national anthems, during football games, and that kind of stuff. You've seen uh, Colin Kaepernick got it started off. And so now that, um, you know, you had the Seahawks, they came together and united as one. None of them were allowed to kneel, I guess. If they, do you think the organization told them that they couldn't kneel? Or they came together as a team, like we all just going to lock in their lock arms? What do y'all think? Organization probably hit them with the don't even try it. Right, yeah, right. So they had to come up with something else yeah, to do. Don't even try it. Um, You got, uh, what's his name? Kid Rock. Yeah. Kid Rock um, made a comment concerning uh, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what was his what was his comment? That Trent Dilfer did too, man. I ain't really, uh, Kid uh, Rock just flat out said f Colin Kaepernick during the during the performance he had in uh, Boston. But that doesn't surprise me. Like that was surprising to you, Des. But it was not surprising. I mean, to it, me. it wasn't surprising to me. I guess I was more so. I want to say disappointed a little bit. Well, I just think I just think Kid Rock has underneath always been like. That straight yeah, American, American, blah blah blah. Yeah. And he used the and he used the rap situation and Run DMC rap rap thing okay. to to, to kind of make his coin. Yeah. What you think, Al? Um, I think this is like Kids Rock's way of trying to get back into the media. Okay. When the last time he had an album, and uh, <laughs> most people do stuff like this for like publicity stuff. But that's stuff. the thing about it. See, he went like straight. Yeah, he you know on the other, yeah, American like yeah. American uh, cowboy yeah. type of feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe that's maybe you're right. Maybe he's trying to get back into more of the mainstream type of feel. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like the way the entertainment world is nowadays, you have to do stuff like this in order to get back people mentioning your name. Like, just like, when the last time we talked about Kid Rock? And then all of a sudden yeah. we're talking about him because of what he said. So, That's I mean, true. I don't know. I think people pull a little stuff like this, like, just to get their name back in the media. Because right now, if you look in sports, everybody's talking about Kaepernick. You know what I mean? So, this is like Kid Rock's way of getting back in. Yeah. So with Lil Wayne though, like Lil Wayne makes a comment that he's, you know, God knows he's been blessed, but I've never dealt with racism, overt racism. Uh, is this, is this like uh, the syrup talking, or is this like, <laughs> is this Lil Wayne? Like, which, which y'all think, man? This that doesn't make sense to me, man. I think Lil Wayne's always been like everybody's one and we're all equal. I think he's always kind of been like that. You know, okay. he's kind of like skaterish. Maybe he's just trying to. I don't know. Maybe he's just trying to soften things right now, yeah. but I think he's definitely, he has tattoos on his face. Come on now. He definitely <laughs> felt racism. I, I disagree because he, like, he's mentioned stuff like this in his music before. Like, he's, mm-hmm. like, he's had lyrics about, you know, um, how he feel the way things are going on in this country and stuff like that. I just listened to Hollywood Divorce today and he was kind of talking about that. Like, that was around the time yeah. when the flood happened in, in uh, New Orleans. And so, I, me personally, I feel like he was just kind of like trying to save face. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he's already going through stuff. He didn't really want no extra backlash. So, he was just wanted to just play it safe. And But I feel like sometimes it's better not to just say nothing. Like, yeah. I'd rather for you just be like, yo, I don't got no comment on it. Then to, then to make a comment yeah. and be like, yo, he what are you talking like, about? He said something like, man, the, the, black, the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, that, that whole wave. He said it was like a wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like serious. Like, it was a fashion trend. You know what I'm saying? That, that whole wave just went past me. I was very disappointed at Lil Wayne, especially when he was talking about how, you know, years ago, he tried to explain how the NYPD police framed him with a gun. Right. And now you're saying you yeah. never experienced overt racism. That's what I'm saying. That, and that's and that's why I'm like, bro, this is, it's, he trying to save face because mm-hmm. he trying to, you know, he's going through a big legal battle right now and yeah. he don't need no extra, no extra 
problems added on top of it. And it, 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 like he, I feel like he's doing that to save the check, man. And that's yeah. whack. I, feel like I that's hope he whack. does retire now, man. Just just based off them comments, man. Like I'm really not feeling Wayne right now, just based off that particular conversation with so much going on in America. Even if you never personally experienced overt racism, I'm pretty sure some of your homies have or people around you have. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? So at least speak up for that. Listen, man. Coming up next, uh, I want to talk to you about here in Ohio. There's a teen who has been getting racist messages for kneeling down during the anthem at the football game. So I want to know your thoughts on that coming up next on any given Sunday, Power 107.5. Power 107.5, Columbus's number one stage for hip-hop and R&B. You're tuned into any given Sunday. I'm your host, Yavis Ellis, with our battle, Sasha Shirell and Dez Arnaz. Listen, before the break, we told you all that here in Ohio, Brunswick, Ohio specifically, uh, the police and the NAACP are investigating after an Ohio high school football player says he's received hateful, racist messages after kneeling during the national anthem before a game. Uh, we Now, we had a chance to talk about this before the break. You know, you got it going on in the NFL, but now we're seeing it in high school games as well. Let me ask you this. If if your high school coach told you you couldn't kneel um, during the national anthem, Al, you play football, right? Uh, yes, sir. So if your high school coach tells you that, but you feel very strongly about what's going on in America, um, how, how do you react? Man, I'm going to be honest with you, man. If I'm the type of person, like, I I try to be optimistic about everything. Right. So I... You know, I don't know if he's if this if this kid is doing this just because of of what he's seeing on TV and his, you know what I'm saying all this, everybody wants to be like that that superstar. Yeah. But if you know if you have an experience that you shouldn't be doing it. Okay. But at the same time too, like I, I don't know, some people just do stuff just because of the trends. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is doing it. They see it on the media. But me personally, I I put my hands over the you know my chest like it's nothing. But yeah. in my mind, I may, I might be thinking something totally different. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? I just go with the flow, though. I ain't right. going because I don't want no controversy. It's already yeah. tough being an African American anyway. Makes sense. But that's just my theory. I get it. I guess you thought this. Um, I, I, I agree with Alfie to an extent. Like, I definitely feel like if, if, if it's truly how you feel, then yeah. by all means do it. If you're just doing it just to do it, right. that's corny. You feel me? But at the end of the day, I don't understand, like, the whole I don't understand the whole outrage about it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you might not agree with it, but there's a lot of things that we don't agree with in this country. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on, like we 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 get we're getting more upset about people kneeling during the national anthem. And it's mm-hmm. people that's getting bombed on at Trump rallies, dog. Like literally physically getting punched and stuff. And we don't have a problem with that. Yeah. You, know, you feel what I'm saying? And, and like and so stuff like that bothers me. Like, what are we so what are we really mad at? You know what I mean? Like Nobody's being nobody's being touched. Nobody's being affected. Like you might personally feel a way about it, but nothing's really being done in yeah. this situation for someone to send. You shouldn't get death threats or nothing like that because you don't stand. Like that's about lynching them and stuff. Right. Yeah, like, I, I think that's crazy because personally, we all been to games before, and what do black people do? They talk during the national anthem. So I feel like <laughs> you know, I feel like it's just not that big of a deal. Like I totally understand that. You know, it's, it's supposed to be a serious moment. You know, when you're in school, they tell you hand over heart, all that. But yeah. I think that as you grow into adult, you have the the choice to make. It's your choice to make. And the lyrics ain't even for us. Right. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it ain't so they weren't even talking about us. Let's talk about that third verse. That's you feel me? That third verse. And what's so crazy is, you know, he said the reason that he kneeled is because his own teammates had made racial comments about the other team who was a and suburban I team it. that's full of, you know, African-American players. And so as an African-American, he's like, man, you know what? My, my teammates making these racial slurs for the other mm-hmm. team, 
really they talking about me too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I guess it makes sense. It's just sad that we haven't educated people enough to, to, to really understand that it's okay to have your freedom and your freedom of speech and to not have to uh, stand if you don't feel like standing. Yeah, I, I went to Hillier and you got to understand when we played Beechcroft, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I heard it the whole week. <laughs> I was hearing all kinds of stuff the whole week. Yeah. So I'm just like, just oh, we about to play this ghetto school and this, you know, all that kind of stuff. And what happened? They end up throwing rocks at our bus. <laughs> <laughs> so they proved you right, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy because I'd be that kid that'd be throwing rocks, <laughs> snowballs at the bus. <laughs> now, uh, you know, this this next story is crazy to me. Eric Garner, um, that the cop who, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the cop who chokehold Eric Garner and you know eventually killed him, um, he just collected twenty thousand dollars in overtime pay while on desk duty. Like, like this is this is crazy to me. Like, his salary rose, one hundred, you know, rose to one hundred nineteen thousand dollars in fiscal year twenty sixteen, and it increased fourteen percent from the year before that, and thirty five percent before that. So he's been getting increases like every single year in his income. After this whole chokehold fiasco with um Eric Garner, who lost his life due to this cop putting him in a chokehold. So, the New York uh, Police Department. They're now not necessarily being investigated, but it's a light that's been shined on it because he's been on desk duty. How do you make 20 grand more being on desk duty? Like, that's just nuts to me, man. That's a touchy yeah, subject. Yeah, I mean, it really but, is, man. <laughs> yeah, like, my fault. Like, my fault. My fault. I don't, I don't even know what to say, dog. I don't even know what to say. Like, it's sad, man. It's kind of like. It looks like he's being rewarded for yeah. what he did. Yeah, I think yeah. it just proves everything that has been said right. Like, you know, you're not taking this seriously. You're allowed to, you know, take a man's life. It's just they're going to get paid. Yeah. You're going to get paid more than you were getting paid probably when you were, you know, killing this man. So, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and it also shows that how the, uh, the, um, the justice system works. Like, you know, it's just like... They really don't care about you know African Americans and you know like 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 they said like it's almost like he's getting rewarded for killing a uh, individual and uh, I, th- I just think it's just it's not fair and we have a problem with people not standing for national yeah that's that's, that's that's so crazy you know what I'm saying like that's that's really nuts to me um, now what I want to do is uh I want to talk to you about like Uber they're giving riders a preview of a driverless future so in other words like these like cars that got like i guess autopilot on them will come and pick you up mm. let me ask you this would you do it i don't know how i feel about that my g an autopilot is gonna pick us mm-hmm. up so wait so nobody's in the car. so pretty much like it's somebody in the front but the person ain't driving like they in the front oh, but the car no. is driving for you like it's more we, like we an saw autopilot what happened thing. with the um was it the uh, creator or the um the guy that was testing it Mm-mm, nope no. But it's starting it's starting on Wednesday in Pittsburgh. I'm good. So it's, it's, it's about to happen starting on Wednesday in Pittsburgh. Will any of y'all do it though? One of those pull up on me, I'll cancel. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm cool. Like we like like Sasha said, we talked about the story with uh the, the Tesla guy. Where who who for those who don't know, the, the guy was in the I guess he had an automatic car and uh and he was in the back seat and ended up crashing. Yeah. And what was the the reason why it crashed? It said something about it couldn't um, detect something. It couldn't, it couldn't detect the uh, the truck coming that was hitting it because the sun was so bright See, that it couldn't detect. I, it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm Gucci. Yeah, I need I need I need a, I need somebody driving my whip. I need, I, yeah, I need a chick driving. I'm anxious to see how this thing is gonna play out. Listen, coming up next, we got Netflix and Chill with Our Battle right here on Any Given Sunday.
Power 107.5, Columbus's number one station for hip-hop and R&B. You're tuned into Any Given Sunday, the only show that's for you, by you. We cannot do this show without you. I'm your host, Yavis Ellis. To my right, Des Arnaz. To his right, Sasha Sherelle. And to her right, Alfredo. <laughs> so yeah, man, iPhone 7 is now out. Everybody's super excited about it. Um, a lot of new features with the iOS system. Sasha, I know you're enjoying it over there right now so yes, far. Yes, it's so cute. <laughs> it's animated, and I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of different features, man. I, I got to sit down with it and really go through it and figure out how Me to make too. everything, you know, everything pop the right way. I'm still on iOS. 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 Three. Five. So listen, last week for Netflix and Chill, you talked about the show Atlanta. I finally got a chance to check it out. That show is amazing right now, bro. Really? Like, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, yeah. I didn't see last the, uh, the last episode. Yeah, I didn't see the the third one because they did yeah. two on the, the the premiere. Yep. And then they did um, the the third one. That's uh, why so I haven't Tuesday. seen the third one. Yeah, I ain't seen, seen the third the one either. Two, you know what I'm saying? I seen the first two. Oh, I already know they dropped the third one. The third, yeah, yeah, the third one came out uh, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I haven't gotta, seen it yet. Though. I gotta check that one out. But so far, I like it, man. I think it's gonna be a dope film. I'm looking forward to I mean dope show series. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the twists and turns. And uh, you know, Childish Gambino is actually a really good actor. He really is. Really yeah. good actor, man. Yeah. He's, he's believable. Yeah. Like he he plays his character really well. And he does comedy real well. Like, yeah. People don't remember he did a. Sketch he's like comedy. the producer of the show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the show is funny without even trying to be funny. It like, is, it's, bro. It's really a hilarious it's like show. Dry, bro. Like dry humor. Yeah. 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 It definitely is. So what you got for us for Netflix and chill, man? All right. So this week, um, you know, I'm real big on documentaries. Okay. And um, came across a documentary. It's kind of touching. So. Uh, the title is called The Woman With No Face. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it's about this woman in um, Great Britain. And uh, they pretty much just follow her throughout her life on what's it like, you know, not really having a face. Now, the reason what's causing this for her not to have a face is because she has mm-hmm. cancer in her face. So it's just like the cancer is, is like really like pushing like her eyes. Like, like it's really kind of sad. But um, if you, you know, like touching documentaries and uh, you want to see some of that. Yeah. Well, that make you look at your life and be blessed, and uh, then check out the woman with no face. Woman with no face. Yeah. Did you cry? Uh, I got a little water here and there. Okay. But, uh, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't necessarily cried, but it's a little teary-eyed. So, um, Urban Meyer, uh, he, he he recently came out and uh, not like that, not on some like come out the closet, but <laughs> but but he talked about some some mental health things that he was going through and how um you know for a long time he was. I wouldn't say addicted, but he used a lot of Ambien. So um, he, he would take Ambien's at night, wash them down with beers, and you know he would do this every single night, and it was highly addictive. Um, he, he now says that he doesn't do it anymore um, because you know now he's kind of getting the right path, got his family and everybody there to help him. Uh, do you think like this whole this whole story like that that comes out of, out of nowhere? Um, does it change your perspective on Urban Meyer? And do you think that he still might be doing that little ambient thing? What you think? It doesn't change my perspective. It just lets you know that no matter money doesn't buy you happiness. Okay, you feel makes me? sense. So a lot of people feel like you know I think we get so caught up in chasing the bag mm-hmm. and, and all that you know trying to get your money up and, and, and you know you forget about uh, what's real and it goes to show you that. Yo, you can have all the money in the world, yeah. but, you know, your health, your mental health, all that stuff, like, money can't cure it. So, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it, it you know it shows that he's not invincible. He's, he's yeah. human, and, you know, he's he's one of the – not only is he one of the top coaches in, in college 
college football, but he's at one of the biggest programs that you can coach at. Where they turn on you in a second, though, and, like, well, that's, that's, good say, yeah, go ahead. that's what I was going to say. Like, I think it's just pressure because they're probably like, you don't have a choice but to be number one, and you better get these boys, you know, in, in their space. Yeah. And, of course, he has to control an entire team of young men who want to go do what they want to do. Yeah. And so it's probably just stress and trying to keep his family together. That's, that's what so, so speaking of this whole drug thing, though, because right now, you know, opiates and heroin is huge, especially in Ohio. Um, police in, a, um, in Lisbon, Ohio, they took it to a whole other level. They recently posted a picture where they have two adults who are OD'd in front of their car uh, with a four-year-old in the back of the car. You know what I mean? And normally you don't post it like this from the scene, but they have two adults, like, just OD'd in front of, a, in, in, in front of the died. truck. No, they're not dead. They just, like, passed out from the heroin. Do y'all think that took it too far? Yeah, when I seen that picture, that picture was low key like yeah, low key disturbing. It, bro. it was it was rough, <laughs> um, but I think that for people who are on drugs that have kids, like, do you really want this life for your baby? Yeah, do you really want your child to grow up seeing you like this? Um, I think it's images like this that kind of you gotta hit people hard these days. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. I mean, but but my thing is why why are they behind the wheel though? Like. I mean, they, they was driving, then they took some heroin, and they passed out while they was driving. They was able to pull over, you know what I'm saying? They fell so, asleep right there with the baby in the back. So they was that desperate, like, during rush hour. They said, you know what, let's just go get this hit real quick. And they pulled over. And I think, but I'm, I'm saying, I think that's what the whole point of the cops posting this picture to show you how serious this epidemic really is, especially here in Ohio. You know what I mean? That's got to be serious. Like, for you to be in traffic with your kid in the back. They look like zombies. They look dead, bro. Yeah, I thought they were. When I first seen the picture, I, I thought they was dead. Go and check it out right now, Mike Columbus. It should be on Walking Dead. MyColumbusPower.com. Go and check it out. <laughs> or go to Instagram as well. Now, there's a new campaign uh, out called Black Rifles Matter. Um, and the creator says it's not about guns. I mean, it's not about race. It's about guns. Um, I mean, anything you do now uh, with the word something matters in it is going to be looking at as a shot to Black Lives Matter. Um, do you feel like this campaign is a shot at race? Or do you think maybe he's talking about, hey, go ahead and get you an assault weapon? You want to go, Sasha? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it might be a little underlying okay. shot. You know what I mean? Um, but we all know that you know the uh, NRA is, is, is real, yeah. and, and they, they, you know, they really bought that life when it comes to <laughs> to guns. So I feel like it's, uh, I feel like it's more about the guns than taking a shot at Black Lives Matter. But I do feel like there's a little undertone shot in there. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, so in terms of this whole Black Rifles Matter uh, movement now. Sasha, do you feel like that? that does it, is it a shot at Black Lives Matter, or can they be two separate movements? Hmm. <laughs> um. We'll pause it right there. <laughs> we'll pause it right there. Ask the question again. They got to ask you twice. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't say what you were talking about. So this it's this new movement called the Black Rifles Matter movement. I do you feel like it's a shot at the Black Lives Matter movement, or is it its own movement in itself? What do you think? I think it's its own radical movement. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really unnecessary, but there are groups, you know, there are African-American hate groups um, that target, you know, whites and, and Muslims. Yeah. And um, I think this is one of those groups. So Unnecessary, and it's 
kind of bringing a bad light to the cause at hand. So. Well, listen, Sasha, I'm going to stop you right there because you got to get ready for your living single session with Sasha Sherelle. That's coming up next right here on Any Given Sunday, Power 107.5. Power 107.5, Columbus's number one stage for hip-hop and R&B. You're tuned in to Any Given Sunday. I'm your host, Yavis Ellis, with our battle, Sasha Sherelle and Dez Arnaz. <laughs> Listen, this right here is one of my most favorite segments of the show. It's called Living Single with Sasha Sherelle. So, you know, Sasha, what you got for us? Okay, so we all know time is a you know, precious thing. So I'm a big believer that you shouldn't, you know, waste your time. You know, use it wisely. You shouldn't waste your time on somebody who... Um, you know, may not be good for you if you know they aren't or somebody who's just not taking a relationship seriously. So I want to know, like, how long do you wait before, you know, you get engaged? Like, I know people who've waited like 10 years or seven years and and I'm just kind of like, hmm. And then there's a second part of the question. Mm-hmm. Once you get engaged, how long should you wait <laughs> to actually get married? So I think the engagement should only be like a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you should take engagement over a year. Um, because, I don't know, I, I guess the engagement process is just you getting used to, well, I, I guess you planning the wedding. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of when you should when you should get engaged, as a guy, most guys are thinking they got to have everything together, everything perfect yeah. before they go ahead and just pretty much uh, lock up their life for yeah. the rest of their life. You know what I mean? And I don't look at it like lock up your life as a bad thing, but yeah. more so like, you about to be with this person for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So in your mind, you got to take care of this person. You got to be with this person. I don't think it's stalling. I think it's just getting your ducks in a row. I know for me personally, like, if I I, I care about this girl so much, I want to make sure I'm be able to take care of her. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I don't want to jump into it and my, and my money ain't right. My life ain't right. I'm still out here. You know what I'm saying? DMing chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to make sure I'm, I'm focused. Well, I would say that, you know, before you answer, Al, I would say that, you know, this your single time, that's when you're supposed to be getting that stuff together. Yeah, you should be working on your career, working on your life, working on clearing out the DMs from the randoms. <laughs> like, you should be doing that before you even get into a relationship. Yeah. So by the time you get in a relationship and you're together for a little bit, then it's it's easier to transition. That's just what I feel. What's your thoughts, man? What's y'all's thoughts, man? I gotta know y'all's thoughts. You single right now, Al. So yeah, I'm single, so I'm you know, I'm learning from from you know, you you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm learning from you guys. But uh um, honestly, you know, I really don't know because I don't know the process. You know, last time I've been in a relationship was my senior year in college, and uh, uh, but I'm Eesh, open. You ain't getting no <laughs> chicks. Dang, what's going on? What but, you doing, but, bro? But you know, like Sasha said, I've been working on my business. I've been, you know, okay. grinding so that when I do meet that one, I'll be able, like you said, be able to take care of her, take on exotic trips, rub her feet <laughs> from time to time. You know, say because I definitely wanna, you know, say when I do meet that one, I definitely wanna, you know, be able to do. I like the Fiji. Nah, more like Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> but uh, nah, I'm just I'm at the I guess I'm at the place where I'm just building my business. And okay. Make sure I'm good, so that when I meet the one, she's good as too. I mean, good as well. Well, you know he plenty of fish, man. So you know what I mean. Nah, I, del- I deleted my. <laughs> nah, I deleted my account. Yeah. I deleted. Yeah, nah, it just it wasn't working. Just, <laughs> I need girls for him. We didn't find any girls for him. We, we got we got to figure something out, man. We we will work on that, you know, this soon. But Al, Al, just hard, man, hard to deal with, man. Al, he living life. He living Ooh. life. So all right, so let me ask you this. So so Dez, in, in, in your mind, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. What is what is the reservation that most men have before they go ahead and make the next step to actually get engaged? I feel like uh, a lot of men, I feel like a lot of men get caught up in like they feel like they don't want to miss nothing. 
you feel what I'm saying? Like, like they be like, especially if you look at their circle. Like, a lot yeah. of cats, like, their circle is, is full of cats that are single and living, you know, the single life or, you know, they out here playing, you know what mm. I mean? So it's just like, a lot of, I feel like a lot of times they get caught up in that because, like, they see what their homies doing. So they like, man, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to miss out because I feel like in the African-American African American community, I feel like being yeah. being married and, and, and ain't cool for the most part. For, yeah. like, younger, you know, for, yeah, like, the, you know, true. I would say 30 and under, like, that ain't really, like, the, it ain't really cool, the cool thing to do. It's not yeah. what you really see on the, on, you know, on the typical scale, so... Um, I feel like that's the thing. I feel like most cats like they don't want to miss nothing, and they they want to make sure that they got everything out of them. And like what Sasha said, that is that's the ideal of getting all that stuff out. But sometimes it's not reality. Yeah. Do you guys talk to young men about being serious in a relationship and being married? Do you guys do that? Well, we don't. I I would say I don't talk to. I don't. I don't really <laughs> like to put my. You know what I mean? I don't like to force that on nobody. But I do talk. You know, me and Yav and a lot of our homies i will say like it's crazy like when when i really look at our crew yeah. most of our homies are either married or engaged so i'm saying reach out beyond your homies and talk to other young men out here mm. because, so they can you know understand like you know the whole process they can understand it you don't want to grow old alone and be running with random old women like you know so it's up to the two of you not so much out well listen they say this i when, when people come to me like with they issues, like I don't, I love giving them like the rundown, but I don't come to go to my dudes as single and be like, bro, you need to quit playing. Yeah, blah, blah. you know what I'm saying? I, nah, I, but it's, I, it's, I do it in, in in good taste and when it's needed. Okay. Yeah. I, I if somebody asks that. me, if somebody asks me, yeah, but I'm not about to just run up and be like, you know what, brother, what you need to do? <laughs> but you know, if you have Stop a with them Instagram who's like and 35 and who's never settled down or never been in one serious relationship, then that's a good time to be like, hey, what you doing? Like, okay, I can get that though. I I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Like, I do got certain some of my homies that's you know, 30 plus that's still out here trying to you know be in the be in the club, and I'm like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, is, is it really? You think you're really gonna find something in there? Yeah. But then also, too, you got to look at a lot of these cats' lives. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of cats, they ain't never seen nothing. You know what I mean? They ain't never really did. You know what I mean? Like, But you can't use that as an excuse. I'm not, saying that, that I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's an excuse. That's like what but a female uses. Oh, I never have a father. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, you got to keep it real. Like, I mean, some cats... They suffer from, you know, yeah. like I always say, y'all, a lot of cats suffer from never been the man never disease. Been the man disease. disease. That's true. You know, never been the man disease is serious. So they, they ain't really used to. And so they got a little older and they might have got a little more established in life. So they, you know, they soaking up the, like, oh, snap. But if they were smart, they go to Atlanta. Become a school teacher. Oh my god, Miss Miss Patricia Brown. <laughs> oh my god. Now, um, they um recently um released released a statement uh, concerning the actual teacher. And um, do, do y'all think do y'all think it was a bunch of hate that was going on, or do y'all feel like maybe you know what I'm saying? I think the only that they reason right, you know what I'm I don't have a I don't I don't have a problem with her being thick. It's just the one little pink dress she has on, a little blush colored dress. It's is is too much for class. Everything else she had on, everything else she had on was fine. But that one dress is like, okay, you if she was know. a high school teacher, I would be like, all right, cool. But she exactly. only fourth, you know what I'm saying like, I, I would get what you're saying. But I feel like a fourth grader. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. hey, you know, Z's. I don't see. I don't see a problem here. No. You don't see the problem. You see the issue. Mm -mm. She knows she wore this to some club somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see a problem with it. I mean, 
Being no, no, I would only have a problem. Uh. I would only have a problem now. If she had for booking info in her on her Instagram <laughs> and Twitter and was getting, you know, making club appearances. Now we got a problem. Yeah. Right. But hey, I don't see what's going on here. Yeah. She teaches circles and shapes and numbers. <laughs> And she's, and she's got like circles that. and shapes and numbers on her. Get I don't see the problem. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, we. I'm, I'm over it. I'm so over it. I don't know, man. I, the school even released, like, they, they were, did. somebody, they somebody went to them and they released a statement basically saying, like, we spoke to her about her social media use. What teacher, what is she teaching? Why does she have so much time to take all these selfies? I'm saying, she's teaching, like, you know, like they said, you got the color color carpet over there. You know, you got I mean, the, the, kid, the, the kids could be on recess when she took that if picture. If she wasn't curvy, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. If she was yes, super it skinny. Would be. No, what what teachers ever skinny. wore this kind of dress to class? I can show you teachers right now that probably got this on, but they just don't look like her. The times have changed. Because they wear a little cardigan. The, the times have changed. We didn't have teachers like this back then because they that have, wasn't the they, thing to do. I, I can understand the times have changed, but these parents want their kids focused on learning but how, shirts, how good are the, shapes I mean, and how sizes. well of a teacher is she? She's probably a great teacher. Right, that's what I'm saying. What's she the curriculum looking like? Teacher, bro. How we know? That's what I'm saying. We, we probably, worried about the wrong thing. This is first year <laughs> teaching, okay? We worried about the wrong thing. I agree. How, how, how are the students performing in the classroom? That's mm-hmm. what we need to really be worried very about. very distracted. They in the fourth grade. <laughs> and, yeah, even more distracted. Yeah, when I was in fourth grade, I was looking. Like like y'all said, like y'all said now, if she was in high school, high school maybe even middle school, I would be like, uh, but I still would. I mean, the, the, it ain't short. No, it's just it ain't short. It's just showing every rib in her body. She's just a curvy woman. Just got the curvy curvy women matter. Let me know your thoughts, man. Reach out to us, MyColumbusPower.com. Listen, you're tuned in to any given Sunday. Remember to keep God first. With God, all things are possible. All is all. That's all that all means. Join us again here next Sunday, any given Sunday, Power 107.5.